Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we're short or brown or round or we're queer. I've got a feeling we are onto something here. Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for all the weird ways, crazy kinks, and inscrutable idiom of human beings. To this end, we found four of the oddest homo sapiens of all, comedians. <laughs> On my right, playing for Shroomar, Dan Schreiber, and Nish Kumar. Thank you. Thank you very much. And on my left, playing for the bridesmaids, Sarah Bonetto and Abigailia Showman. Hello. I didn't say your name right, did I? Nah. Uh, I no, like you, Shaman, you, you butchered. Like, like, yeah. Shaman. Like, can you Shaman, say it again? Abigailia Shimon, like what Shimon. Michael Jackson like says. Shimon. Shimon. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And like that, Abigailia Shimon. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Panelists, firstly, what makes you diverse? Nish Kumar. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> right here, baby. Is that all you're bringing to the party? That's all I'm bringing okay, to so the party. You just bang that down. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a sweet brown vibe. <laughs> you certainly have, Dan Schreiber. Well, I've I've always said that I'm Chinese, uh, which a lot of people find <laughs> an odd thing. I was born and raised in Hong Kong. I grew up in Hong Kong until I was 12. I speak Mandarin, and all my friends were Chinese. So I went to Australia when I was in my high school years. No Australians accept me. Uh, Sarah can attest to the fact we that we do not accept. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's not for the reasons he thinks. Yeah, Australians being intolerant. <laughs> never, you never. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm a half Aussie, half Chinese uh, white guy. What, what's your parentage? My dad is uh, Australian, but his parents are Austrian, Australian, and my mum's Irish. Oh my God, you're the most diverse man we've had here, and you're the, literally the only white straight man we've had. Yeah, really. And you're the diverse, <laughs> seriously. He's not seriously. straight, is he? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. for fuck's sake. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mark. Oh, sorry, sorry. Mark Hodge. Oh, yeah. like I noticed one, no one, one was disappointed that I was straight. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Are you disappointed? Mark Hodge, a resident musician, are you disappointed that Nish Kumar is straight? I am a little, yeah. Don't I'm, pretend, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure I'd want to take all of that away from the female population. Um, you can have it, Nish. You can have it. That's the kind of thing. It's cool. We I gift don't know you Nish. I have spoken to any of them recently, but Abigail they're trying to get rid of Sarah it. Sarah gift you Nish. We gift you Nish. <laughs> oh, my um, God. You're being thrown off the team. I think. You're being thrown off the straight team. This is not a great oh, start. I don't believe... This is sports all over again. <laughs> Um, I think every comedian can relate to that niche. Yeah. Oh, no. Pick last uh, again. Sarah Bonetto, why are you diverse? Hello, I am a foreigner um, from another land, Australian. Um, that's what it's called, Australian. And I'm a lady, and I'm a lady in her 30s, which is nice to have some visibility. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, which is ironic because it's a podcast. Now, um, <laughs> anyway, um, I'm vegetarian as well. Let's just add that into the mix. Still single, not sure why. Um, <laughs> it's the vegetarian part. It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Abigailia, how yeah. are you diverse? Uh, I, uh, uh, hi, I'm Abigailia. Uh, no, it's not my real name. And uh, uh, I grew up in Ohio, and I have a neck tattoo and a head tattoo, but I've never been to jail. Oh. <laughs> that is super diverse. Yeah. Why are you called the bridesmaids? We're bridesmaids in our friend's wedding. So another comedian who may well be on the show one day, are Beck Hill, who's a little lovely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so never... you're you're Beck Hill's bridesmaids. You yeah. should have really yeah. been called Beck Hill's bridesmaids. Yeah. I think. Oh well, yeah, give her a shout out. Yeah. It's very exciting for me because I've never been a bridesmaid before. So well, I, yeah, okay. I'm really looking forward to Beck's day because I'm thinking of it as my day. Uh, <laughs> so I'm really excited about it. I get to wear a dress and everyone's going to be looking at me. We're gonna, and it's, it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, go- I'm going to that wedding and in my mind it's going to be your day. Oh, yeah. It's going to sleep day. with one of the groomsmen. It's going to be great. And making sure no fact is left unchecked and no joke is left uncorrected, please welcome in Pedant's Corner, Ned Sedgwick. Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? Well, I am the 1%, so I'm kind of the most diverse person here, in a way. Right. So, you're you're saying in this room, as a a white straight man? As a white straight man who went to public school. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Is it just me that likes the cut of Ned Sedgwick's jib? (laughs) I think it is. But you so, are one-eighth Indian, aren't you? I am one-eighth Indian, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> That's not going to be sure. a good story. Aspersions <laughs> 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 cast. Oh. In Nish- my experience, uh, people who went to public school who were an eighth Indian, it doesn't end happily ever after. <laughs> Nish Kumar, who did like the cut of Ned Sedgwick's jib, yeah. now finding it slightly less attractive. <laughs> Mark Hodge. Yes, I'm not at all diverse, really, because I'm a homosexual piano player who lives in Brighton. (laughs) And as a musician, I believe that Cronenberg is a major food group. Uh, Okay, all right. Uh, My name's Deborah Francis-White. I am uh, diverse because I am a woman. Uh, And although 51% of the population, you wouldn't know it from watching television. Uh, I am also dual citizenship, Australian and British. And I am... Uh, adopted and left-handed. Every episode has its own scores jingle. Mark Hodge, what's today's scores jingle? I would like to ask for volunteers. We're going to use the creative hive mind to come up with a jingle that will be used in this podcast. So, 
Can you please put your hand up if you can think of a letter, or a note in this case, from A to G? C. <laughs> yeah, C, that's fine. Very good note. That's a very good place to start. I've heard that in Sound of Music. And um, over here, sir, you. E. Oh, that's good. You're a musician. You're building a, he's building a triad without permission, but nevertheless, it's fine. And over here at the end? <laughs> C, E, G. Okay. Nerd. And um, you, you said... A. E, madam. E. Now the score's with Ned. That kind of works, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Okay, so the first round is on superstitions. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first. Fingers on buzzers. According to Hindus, what is good luck on your wedding day? Truma. I, I was going to say, so cows obviously are massively important there. Is it that cows, when they invade your wedding, that is seen as a good thing? Because they're so keen. To flood it with luck. Yeah, exactly. A cow invasion. Yeah, a cow invasion. A cow invasion. Uh, the bridesmaids. I think it might be like an amalgam of the cow thing and like in Western culture where it's good luck, they say, if it rains on your wedding day. So I think like if a cow sprays milk all over the bride, that's good luck. Okay, if I it... have never been to Hindu land. Um... <laughs> well, as the representative from Hindu land, <laughs> let, me, let me wade in here. Um, based on the Hindu weddings I've been to, I assume uh, it's lucky to have lots of bored relatives. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, same here. Yeah. So, so what's your final answer, Shrumar? Are you We're going with cow, uh, an influx of cows or bored relatives? Disinterested cows. <laughs> okay, bored cows. And uh, the bridesmaids? Uh, a cow sh uh, shooting the bride in the face with milk. Yeah. Okay. Ah. That's, it's likely to wow. be that. Wow, a cow money shot. Yeah. A boat <laughs> with, with, with milk. No, not a bull, with a cow. Milk. Yeah, milk. Milk. It's a yeah. cow. All right, hive mind. According to Hindus, what is good luck on your wedding day? Uh, what was that? The colour red. Oh, just I the, like that. Just simple. Red. You, is that based on something that you know, sir? Uh, I know in uh, Western culture you wear white dresses, but I know in Hindu culture that you wear lots of bright, colourful... Oh. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to add a cow to your answer? That's a, in any way? Like a red cow? Good thinking. A red cow. Yeah, okay. So the colour red. From over here, someone had one? Crushing a coconut? Crushing a coconut. Crushing a coconut. Crushing a and you coconut. are marrying the strongest person in the world. Okay, that, well, it is good luck if you've married someone who can crush a coconut because yeah. you will never. Suffer. You know who could. You know who could uh, crush a coconut. A cow. A cow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so hive mind. If you think it's the colour red, buzz now. If you think it's crushing a coconut, buzz now. All right, I think you went uh, for the colour red, but it really doesn't matter because, ironically, it's rain on your wedding day. Oh, oh no, milky, milky rain! <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we were trying to say. <laughs> and yet, what you didn't say. Um, it's because it symbolises fertility. You actually referenced it, Sarah Benetto, but you just skidded on by Ned, it. Ned, uh, what's your thoughts on uh, referencing then? Then mentioning a cow. Well, if you'd referenced it in kind of hilarious ways to Alanis Morissette, I would have given you the points because I was really expecting something. Oh, rain on your wedding day. Um, it's like a free ride when you've already paid. Ironically, it is no so one like did. That. Yeah, it is exactly that. I'm surprised you didn't know because you're called the bridesmaids. 
I mean, if anyone should have known, it should have been old Captain Brown over here. <laughs> Let's not well, start judging between... the bridesmaids too harshly. <laughs> between all of you, really. Uh, I, will, I will also admit that there is some generalisations in this question because, you know, there are probably a few customs in different Hindu weddings, so I'll admit that now. <laughs> After I'm going to text my asked. mum. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the next question. <laughs> Why can't you leave an electric fan on overnight in Korea? Oh, Ooh. they think it'll kill you. <laughs> no, there's a thing called fan death. Okay, there's they... a thing called fan death. Right. Where if you leave, no, this is. I, I think I feel like I heard this on your podcast. Right. But oh. apparently not. Apparently Uh-oh. not. Because you're Ned like, Cedric, did you? St- is there any chance you stole a question <laughs> from No Such Thing as a Fish? Because There's if so, every chance that happened. Because <laughs> if so, he's going to know Wait, all the answers. Back- oh shit! <laughs> Sedgwick, you thieving piece of shit! <laughs> stealing my relatives, stealing Dan's questions. Your jib is awful. <laughs> is this your jib? Your jib is awful. No, the uh, jib's fine. It's just the cut to leave something to be desired. It's all gone. It's frayed. Sorry, um, your jib is frayed. <laughs> Is it North or South Korea are we talking about? Oh, that's a big difference. Oh. Ned Sedgwick. South Pence Korea. Korea. South, South Korea. Korea. Oh, so it's probably a sane answer. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed it's not from the North because I yeah. was looking forward to... Fan death. I think there's a bit of pneumonia or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, so is it an energy thing? It must be an energy thing. It probably, su- it probably creates too much energy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, uses too much. I got that the wrong way around. Probably uses too much energy, and that's why they need it off. No, that's the worst answer I've ever given to anything. Ever. Okay, all right. Is that your final answer? No, definitely not. No, retract it. Edit that out. Just get rid of that. That's, forget I said that. Is it uh, something about, like, like, there's a god of health that comes in that the fan is going to blow out the window? Is that it's your quite final? an imaginative answer. <laughs> is, is it your final answer? God of health. You said yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, so we've got fan death and god of health. Hi- hive mind. What do you say? Because it will upset the manual fans. Because it will upset the manual fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, nothing, there's nothing worse than feeling useless, and a manual fan can't fan unless somebody's fan. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the plot of the next Pixar film? People <laughs> <laughs> manual fans to fan are asleep. And the electric fans can just fan in their face, upsetting the manual fans. Okay, so it upsets the manual fans. Anything else, audience? Blow yourself away. You'll yeah, blow yourself away. That's, that's what <laughs> I was asking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. We've got an audience who reads books. Sir, <laughs> at the back. I figured it blows your dream away. Ah, oh, blows your dream. That's beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I really like that. Okay, one. so I poetry. He's so keen on manual fans. The hive mind is definitely on a level. Um, Where did you find these people, Deborah? Hive mind, if you think it's upset the manual fans, buzz now. Love you, hive mind. Uh, Blow your soul away. Blow your dreams away. Okay, you've gone for blow your dreams away. In fact, Abigail was right. Oh! Uh, they, they believe... You looked at me 
me like I was a weirdo. <laughs> they believe you will suffocate. Uh, Ned Sedgwick, do you have any more information on this? Yeah, they won't sell fans there unless they have an automatic cutoff. So, because it's so, such an embedded belief that it will suffocate you and suck up all the air, that even though it has no scientific basis, they will not be able to sell fans which don't have this automatic cutoff. What part of a chicken carcass do Germans tear apart for good luck? Oh, I do it. What? It's a wishbone. So what you do is you, you 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 eat the chicken and then you take the. You guys know where the wishbone is? Do you guys know? Where? So you yeah. take that and Little then you finger. yeah and then you have to you have to let it dry out so it has a good snap to it and then you pull it apart and whoever gets the big part their wish comes true and that's how I got here today, guys. All my wishes. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought I thought that was that too was, obvious. I thought that was an American thing. So it's something that they tear apart. What's a bit of a chicken that they do they tear? The There's so apart? much of a chicken you can yeah, tear it's apart. A, it's, it's the wishbone, guys. You can say the same answer. Yeah. You, you we could. Oh, okay. We're locking wishbone. <laughs> yeah, we're also locking. Or wishbone. if you want a comedy answer to get everyone going, then that's it's good. But it, yeah, that's it's, it's, points it's dick. It's yeah. little, little chicken dick. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> hey, that was my nickname at school. <laughs> Hive mind. Parson snout. A parson snout. The wing. The wing. Big. Beak. Okay. Ooh. That is Ooh. dark. That's okay. visceral, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so if you think it's the parson snout, buzz now. If you think it's the wing, buzz now. If you think it's the beak, buzz now. <laughs> the hive mind are their own worst enemy. <laughs> Do you know what? They're going for answers they like, and I admire them yeah. for it. I admire them for it. Uh, it is, in fact, the wishbone. Yeah. Ah. Did we get uh, now, Ned Sedgwick, please. No, I have to apologise. I meant this is a trick question. It's just a kind of a pan-European thing. From the Etruscans, used to do it. They used to. Uh, What's an Etruscan? An Etruscan, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Does anyone else know what that means? Uh, no, no, no. History hour with Ned Sedgwick starting after this. So uh, it is. I am signed up for that show. <laughs> they, were, they were contemporaries of the Romans in modern Tuscany. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, it's passed into European tradition. Yeah, Ned, Ned insisted on adding this question because he didn't. He, he, to sort of point out that all of our cultures have these things, so that we're yeah, not going. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, there's crazy people turning their fans off. You know, that, this yeah, is, but no, this that is, is crazy. endemic. Like we don't have a, a number thirteen uh, yeah. on on hotel. We just don't think about a floor thirteen, which probably seems really mad to other cultures. Well, in Hong Kong, we didn't have floor number four because mm. four is the number. That's oh, the death. Yeah. yeah. So actually, and any so if four appeared on anything, say like if you were getting a cable car at the water park and there was number four on the cable car, there would be this thing where they would sort of step aside and any white families would just be allowed to walk ahead. <laughs> so we'd be, at, we'd be at the back of the Cuba going, number four is coming soon. Also, and then we just hoptail it. Also, wow. like, what is your life like that that's a normal sentence? Like the cable car Cards. at the water park. Thank you. Thank you. Same yeah. like, oh, getting yeah. on the London tube again. This sucks. <laughs> cable car at the water park? Okay, and it's the end of the round! In third place, with no points, it's a hive mind. (laughs) They're cheering themselves. What the hell is going on? With five points, it's Shroomer. And running away with it, with 20 points, it's a bridesmaid. What? Yeah. We do this for Beck Hill. The, yeah. Yeah. the bridesmaids are killing it. Oh I think we're missing a trick with Ned in Pedant's Corner. Could we not rename it Nedant's Corner? Yeah, <laughs> Ned, Nedant's Corner. Nedant's Corner is the new name. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase, which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Hungary, they say, the fence is not made from sausage. <laughs> but man, do uh, I wish it was. not made from sausage. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, the bride so, fence. Uh, so that fence is not a sausage. Wait, what's, what's the idiom again? The fence is not, the made, not made from sausage. Right, so that means that... Uh, that the thing that you are looking at is not nearly as delicious and wonderful and flavorful as you think it is. It's actually uh, just a really boring uh, uh, way to keep you away from fun. And, uh, and you should ignore it. You should tear it down, much like the wall. And uh, I'm just grasping at straws here. Oh, <laughs> grasping at straws. <laughs> okay, so Shromo, do you have an answer? We should just play it out. So, okay, there we are. Okay. We're so, having a normal chat. Yeah. Hey, Yours, Dan. Yeah. What's, uh, what's, uh, what's up with your fence, brother? <laughs> <laughs> what, the one made from cement? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, no, no. No, I have no questions about that one. Right. <laughs> I know the one. No, I'm completely satisfied with the status quo. Read the cement fence. <laughs> However, the other side... What an interesting choice of materials. Yeah. What is it, what is it made from? The fence. <laughs> we are not strong improvisers. Oh, what is it made from? This is not so much whose line is it anyway as why is it happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even begin to imagine where that would... Where that would... Make a, so, so the fence is not made of sausage. Is that? Is it something like you've you got to have your boundaries? You've got to have boundaries. Okay. You don't want, you don't want a fence that your neighbour's going to want to eat. Oh, you want a fence okay. that is going to put your neighbour off. Right. Like right. Robert Frost, good fences make good neighbours. Hive mind. Uh, the fence is not made of sausage. What does it mean? We 
shouldn't let the sausage stop our gardens from getting to know each other. <laughs> Man, I cannot wait to be drunk with you after this. I cannot wait. Getting to know each other. Where's this okay. guy's podcast? <laughs> I want to hear it. We shouldn't let the sausage stop the gardens getting to know each other. Hive mind. If no one suggests anything else, that is what you're going for. And then you're not a hive mind, you're just a mind. And a very unusual one. Anyone got anything else? The grass is always greener on the other side. Ah, grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. Okay, so we're going for... I mean, if I know this hive mind, okay, are absolutely going to go for the first one. Uh, Hive mind, buzz now if you want grass is always greener. And Buzz, now, if you want, we should let the sausage stop our gardens getting to know each other. Their own worst enemy. They are their own worst enemy. This is the problem with democracy. Uh, in fact, the bridesmaids had it. It's not as good as you think. Oh! oh. I've never been good at any game ever. I love global pillage. <laughs> I just know I'm winning for the first time ever. In France, they say, you're having a midday demon. What do they mean? You're having a midday demon. Yes. Shit. <laughs> Definitely the shit. 100% the shit. 100% the shit. I had a midday demon this morning, if I'm honest with you. Can you have a midday demon before midday? Uh, my morning is midday. I don't have a real job. All right. Uh, bridesmaids, yes? Um, you've got a really complicated spreadsheet and you're really struggling to use the sum function. <laughs> is it though? Is it that? A complicated spreadsheet? Yeah, it's a midday demon. It's a midday. Oh. Really stuck on this midday demon. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, all you, the column... You, yeah, you know when up. you're when you're at the office doing the business in the... Co- I've, I've never seen a spreadsheet before. <laughs> We're comedians, we don't need those things. Um... Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Okay, it's a spreadsheet-based idiom. Uh, so, as so many traditional ancient idioms are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Spanish. You know, hive mind. Uh, post-lunch food coma. Post-lunch food coma. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's not bad. That's very clever. Uh, okay. Anybody else? Midlife crisis. Midlife crisis. Every day. Um, okay, uh, hive mind. Buzz now if you think it's a post-lunch food coma. Buzz now if you think midlife crisis. Oh, hive no mind! Enthusiasm. It is a midlife crisis. What? Oh, hive mind, hive mind! You didn't back the right horse. What? Yeah, These I'm people never back demon. the right horse. <laughs> you can't segment Some... a midlife crisis to an hour a day every day. It's not like a really convenient thing to have. I'm just going to go off and have my midlife crisis for an hour. Um, we'll go see the movie later, right? You can't. If Bullshit. Like in many idioms, it's not literal, Dan. Okay. Like, it's not just a country of people crying over spilt milk or, you know. Like... <laughs> exactly. It's the middle of the day of your life, I think, was what it is. Oh. I apologise. Um, so you were right. Did you know that? Or did you just guess it? Um just unexpectedly clever, which I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> you can join the bridesmaids, because yeah, they're yeah, having yeah, that yeah. same feeling right now. Yeah, she would be rocking in the bridesmaid dress. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going to use yeah. it to mean the shit. <laughs> in Mexico... In, in oh, Me- this is definitely going to be the shit. <laughs> 
Mexico, if somebody accused you of being very elbow, what would they mean? Ooh. If they said you are very elbow, what would they mean? Bridesmaids. Very sarcastic. Very catty. Yeah. 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 Elbow. Elbow. Sharp. Jagged. Sarcastic. Tremor. Is it very sensitive? Sensitive. Yeah, like you're being very sensitive. Like, I mean, because if you bash your elbow, it's really... Like a funny bone thing. Yeah, like a funny bone thing. Like, is it like... You're 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 being like an elbow. You're really easy to hurt. Yeah. Uh, Hive mind. Awkward. Awkward. Mm. Pushy. Awkward. Uh, pushy or tight with money. So hive mind. These are all alarmingly sensible. <laughs> I'm just waiting What's for the surreal. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. I don't know. Where, what, what happened to you, hive mind? Uh, what's your name, sir? Uh, it's David. David. Do we want a David answer? Yeah. 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 David. What was the question? <laughs> Perfect. And that's David's right answer. Here we go. In Mexico, in Mexico, they say you're very elbow. What do they mean? It means uh, you're handy. Handy. Oh. oh. I don't know what's Even okay. David what makes sense. What the hell? <laughs> okay. Act two, David. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but it, it makes sense. That's why we're all outraged. <laughs> okay, if you think... No, no, I get it, I get it. <laughs> so, audience, if you think it's handy, buzz now. If you think it's awkward, buzz now. If you think it's pushy, buzz now. If you think it's tight with money, buzz now. You've backed the wrong horse again, Hive Mind. It's tight with money. Oh. Yeah, you're a cheapskate. Yeah, so much. Yeah, I know. Well, you do learn so much on... on who said tight with money? So who said tight with money? Yes. Did, Did you know or just guess? I knew. You knew? Uh. Uh, do you know? You should have shouted out, I know, and tipped them off. <laughs> Did uh, someone, madam, call you elbow in Mexico? Uh, no. uh, they totally did. You wouldn't buy your round. Did you live in Mexico? Do you know why it is? No. Ned Sedgwick, do you know why? Yeah, it's because it's kind of like you're keeping it all to yourself. People at home can't see what I'm doing, but I'm demonstrating it perfectly with my arms. (laughs) 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 And it's the end of the round! With five points, in third, it's Shroomer. Oh, we've fallen oh behind God. the mental people. David! <laughs> We're an inclusive saber. show. Wouldn't... We don't say mental people. <laughs> I meant it as a compliment. <laughs> and yet. <laughs> In second place, with 15 points, it's a hive mind. And still in first, with 30 points, it's 30. a bridesmaid. Yeah. Oh, my God, this is so special. I would like to thank my parents. Um, um, we haven't even won yet. We haven't won yet. No, we're going to win. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their culture or family background. Audience, if one of you has a question for the teams, that would just be dandy. Team uh, Shroomer, do you have a question for the bridesmaids? Yes, we do. Yeah, I've got a question for you. Yeah, um, let's hear it. Come my on. family's from uh, Kerala. Incidentally, uh, in Kerala, there is an idiom uh, which I just I feel like telling this because there's no opportunity for me to say this otherwise. If someone is trying to pull a fast one on you, you say, hey, what is this, Cucumber Town? And I have no idea. My grandfather used to say it all the time. From if now on, you're going to be yeah, initial. That is trick you, the you most say, hey, what is this, Cucumber Town? That is and so we adorable. No, we have no idea. And we used to ask you about it, but... I'm now, as I'm saying it, beginning to think, I don't know whether this was an idiom 
or something he made up. <laughs> so that Do I you would sure he Do you mind you... if we change the name of the show to Cucumber Hey, what is this? Yeah, what is this Cucumber Town? <laughs> no, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that whatsoever. So you think he was trying to push it as the yeah. new idiot? I think he might have been. He had that sort of vibe. He once tried to sue Lennox Lewis. Anyway, let's not get do into that Do you have a question? <laughs> do you have a question? That was, yeah, yeah, I do have a question. Uh, I'm from Kerala. Uh, where is my surname from? India. In, in I mean, it's tough for us to answer this as white. Yeah, I feel people. like whatever we say is going to be culturally insensitive. It's going to be, yeah. In, in both of our accents, I, it's just going to sound super racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. no a white Australian say. with yeah. opinions. Oh, yeah, go back. You might to as week. well have said, "Could you please do an impression of Ah Poo from The Simpsons?" <laughs> that is my second question. <laughs> uh, is uh, do, do you mean like? Is, do you want a region? Is that what you're asking uh, for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because give us some parameters. Because you not, said okay, that you're, the, fr- you're it's from. It's not. It's not a regional question. It's uh, like where do you from your where parents? Do you... So there we go. There's more yeah. of a. There's uh, more of a. Quote. Okay. So oh, so like you. Oh, oh, like in Icelandic, it's like your dad's name then son or mother's oh, name. Okay, now I understand. All right. Um, so is it given in some religious ceremony like uh, like when people are confirmed they get a Catholic name is it that is the, a very sensible answer the, thank you is it correct it is not correct <laughs> Damn it. what is the answer uh, from my mother but the part of India that I come from uh, operates a matrilineal system of inheritance. Huh. So you inherit everything, uh, all your family wealth and your surname from your mother's side. Oh. Oh. Apart from me, uh, because my father fabricated our surname on immigration paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, but yeah, that's true. The bridesmaids, do you have a question for the hive mind? Uh, yeah, so uh, when you're in uh, the good old US of A, and uh, it's right before an American football game, and you are in a parking lot drinking beer. Normal. What is what is what is that uh, what is that event Tailgate. called? Tailgate. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Tailgate party is correct, and there was enough of them buzzing on their own. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Damn it. Well done. I, I, okay. I asked I asked a bunch of people. I was like, "Do you guys know what tailgating is?" People were like, "I don't know what you're talking about." I was like, "I got it." I got the question. You did not work with the international group of pissheads we've assembled. <laughs> These guys were also thinking it's known as tailgating or just any weekday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hi, fine. Do you have a question for Shroomer? Yeah. Yep. In, uh, I'm, I'm from Holland, and Holland is below sea level, so we've got loads of mills. And then there's a saying in Holland that says, Hij geraakt door de molenbeek. So being hit by the... Windmill sale. What does it mean? Okay. Does that mean they've grown very tall? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wasn't even joking. <laughs> tall? Is it tall? Yeah, sir? tall. No, it's not. It's the wrong Can answer. It... Do they turn those fans off at night as well? <laughs> 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 He's back, guys. David's back. David's back. If they could vote for that, they would. David's just said, not if the manual fans got anything to do with it. Abigail, do you want to guess just Um, before? Does it mean that you've come up with a bright idea? Come up with a bright idea. You can't get points for that, but is it correct? No, it's it's the opposite. It means you're a bit intellectually challenged. (laughs) (laughs) You heard my feelings, bro. And again, I say to you, we are an inclusive show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And it's the end of the round. Shroomer with an improved ten points. Yes. Yes. Double figs. Nice. (laughs) Double figs. (laughs) 
Um, and the bridesmaids and the hive mind are tied on uh, 30 points. Oh, no. oh, if you guys take this from me. You, <laughs> you handed it to them with tailgate, which everybody knows. Oh, the next round is our World War II sexting round. <laughs> During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because letters were being censored. So, for example, Norwich stood for knickers off ready when i come home oh yeah this is the round in which we realize that our generation didn't invent sex or even sexting or even yolo <laughs> what have we done nothing we haven't stood up to fascism we haven't even stood up to the kardashians <laughs> can you work out what this abbreviation stands for lower stoffed lower stoffed L-O-W-E-S-T-O-F-T. If a World War II lover put that on a telegram on the back of an envelope, what did they mean? Lowestoft. Lowestoft. <clears throat> okay, Lowestoft uh, stands for lots of wanking, excitedly, sex, excitedly sexy trees. Oh. <laughs> Father's there. <laughs> <laughs> surprised how often that comes up. <laughs> yeah, amazing that's right. Uh, lowest stuffed. Um, let's orgasm Wednesday. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Ovulating full throttle. <laughs> Surely that's got to be a point, even though it's that so not brilliant. right. No, you would think it is, but... Yeah. That's not the quiz. Okay. Well, unless that's the right answer, but we're not giving it away. Nish Kumar? Uh, Let's organise war-ending sex to overturn fascist tyranny. (laughs) (laughs) That has got to be worth the point. Two people who believe that they could bang their way to killing Hitler. Oh, this has got to be worth the point. I think... think, Can I just say, on this round, we've got to give points for creativity. The real answer is legs opened wide... Enter slowly to obtain full treatment. Oh, oh, oh Nana, no! I... <laughs> full treatment. Holy shit, full the watchmen. The watchmen. Right. people. That just, that just oh makes my me God. think of spiders yeah. in a different no, way. No, they were filth. Um, oh, the okay. final round is the smash the patriarchy round. Yeah! we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the stick it to the man round or as it's known to our production team the stick it to the round man because I once got it wrong (laughs) (laughs) This round may only contain one question but it is worth double points so if you are the losing team this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man but if you are in the lead you have to understand you are of course now the man Okay, fingers on buzzers. Why did hundreds of people gather in tube and railway stations in around London on the 1st of June 2008? And what mild rebellion were they performing? The bridesmaids. Uh, was it um, a bunch of ladies who'd been photographed eating for some horrific Tumblr slash Facebook group? It was called like chicks trying to eat on public transport. And then they 
to decided to like reverse shame this horrible guy that started this account. Okay, was it women eating? Women I, eating. I actually know what this is because we need the points, mate. We the comedy. Yeah, yeah it was it. the day before they in, they banned drinking on the tube, so everyone got on the tube with alcohol and got absolutely dog shit drunk okay. because this is Britain and we will get drunk whenever the fuck we want. <laughs> All right, so uh, hive mind. Piss up. Also going for piss up. Everyone buzz for piss up. It is correct. Uh, it was to have a piss up. It was to celebrate the last night of being able to legally drink on the tube. And there was a special party on the circle line. And you were there, Nish. I was on the circle line. It was horrible. <laughs> it turns out the last thing the tube needs is more people who are drunk. Sometimes the man is right. <laughs> and it's the end of the show. Teams are tied. Oh Wait. my god! Wait, listen, we... listen. We are comedians. We've never won like school sports teams. Everything. We will pick last. Please you, don't take this from if us. If you take this from us, two teams are tied in first place. <gasps> All right, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. I call. Cool. Cool. Unfortunately, Wait. unfortunately Wait. the bride. I don't need it. Who cares? I don't Wait. even care. <laughs> we, we, you didn't win. You're what? Oh! what? Fucking never a winner, always a bridesmaid. Points for the last round, and me giving them ten points for agreeing with you oh. means that you both tied on forty points. So, congratulations to the winners, this week's Viking pillagers, and commiserations to the losers, who, to be fair, kept their colonial hands to themselves. Uh, Please give it up for Dan Schreiber, Nish Kumar, Abigail Shimon, Sarah Bonetto, Ned Sedgwick and Penance Corner, Mark Hodge on keyboard. Questions are set by Ned Sedgwick. Music by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Zoe Meta and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, please visit globalpillage.net. And you may also like to listen to guiltyfeminist.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com. 
the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.